Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Celebrity Apprentice. Tonight's host is AJ Jovilette. Joining AJ will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Michelle Macedo and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Celebrity Apprentice news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues... AJ Jovilette! Now I can hear you guys. Whoa. Hey. It's very good. I hear myself in stereo. I think I like it. I think I like it a lot. Hello, AfterBuzzers. Question, have you not heard yourself in stereo before? Well, I, mean, I, we do I, show I, every I haven't I haven't <laughs> heard myself in stereo for, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks, two, two weeks is a long time a to long go without time. hearing yourself in stereo. Yeah. So it's better. Am I okay? Here we go. You're good. You're good, bro. All right. Welcome after buzzers. We're back. I'm sorry I was uh, away last show. I tried to I tried to stay awake. New York time. It was, it was pretty tough for me. It was, it was uh, the big one. That was a big. It was the big, big one. Three hour one. I watched the whole thing and I watched it L A time in New York over Slingbox actually on uh, my I, on my iPad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that's that's how I watched it in the, that show. Are we gonna go over that a little bit? Can, well, can we touch show? on oh, a little yeah. bit? I, I like to. So much happened. Because there's so much that happened, right? Right. Well, all right. First, for, let me let me uh, throw out a few things, then we'll we'll talk about. We'll talk about Maria. Yeah, we'll talk. All about. right. Well, first off, um, well, actually, let's start with this Maria. Yes. We have let's two Marias that we Maria. gotta talk about. <laughs> exciting, so, exciting. So, for those of you who watch Celebrity Apprentice, you may know Maria Canales from a few seasons ago. Hello. And uh, Maria actually worked. She volunteers for AfterBuzz TV and does. Um, the Borges, as uh-huh. well as Dancing with the Stars, and we've yes. held off on having her as a guest on this show uh-huh. um, until sort of the uh, the finale or whatever. It's obviously not the finale, but we wanted Good to. Uh, but this is when it's still fun. Yeah, yeah. The finale just kind of goes over everything else. It's fun for the people that are there. Yeah, it closes it off. I had a great off, yeah. time there, but you know, for people watching at home, it isn't as exciting. Exactly. Well, Maria's going to join in on the whole discussion of yes. tonight's episode, and she, and then for our special segment, we're going to talk. We're going to question her specifically about her experience. Interrogate on, me. We're trying That's to get right. the Do insight it. on. We're going to be Mr. Trump. And we're going to be asking you questions. You're yes. going to be in the hot seat. We can't be Only Mr. Trump. Only if you give me the Cobra at the end. At the end, I have to leave, and you have to tell me I'm fired. Got okay. it? No. Can you gonna, do I'm an example it. of the Cobra? It's like this. Although, he skipped that tonight. He did. He skipped, it for, um, he skipped it for Meatloaf. 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 Yeah. Because he Probably loves because meatloaf. he was afraid that Meatloaf would like bite his hand off or something. Or cry. Or cry. 
It's kind of one, one of he each, did it more like this. Opposite, yeah, he's fired. very emotional. You're fired. Well, I'm going to alter like... my you're fired to something else, but we'll okay. obviously get that. Now, speaking of the other Maria, Maria, Maria Menounos, uh-huh. the Every Girl's Guide to Life. Um, by the way, I'm changing this title to the Every Person's Guide to Life because I'm sick and tired of the stereotype. Yeah, I, I heard that last time. Yeah, yeah. you know, because, uh, okay, it's I'm going to give a Boston reference. You're on, you're on the T, which is the subway in Boston. Um, that's what they call it. I don't know why. It's just called the T. Anyway, if you're reading this on the T, you know, and people see this and you're a guy, there's a big stereotype. It would be much better if it said the every person's guide to life. But uh, nonetheless, what I'm saying yes, is... but you well, can always say that I'm reading it for my sister. I'm reading it for my girlfriend. Well, I'm you know what? What I'm my saying, what, what my point is, is that it's an amazing handbook mm-hmm. for everything for guys and girls. Oh. So you can, without the cover, obviously, is Marina Dress. Maybe not all guys... <laughs> Would want that, but no, 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 a no, real no. man <laughs> no, no, would no. just read it on the T no matter the, what. Here's the deal. A real guy would not critique you at all because a real guy knows that he's supposed to be reading what the ladies are reading anyway. Mm. How are you supposed it's to know? It's for boys and girls. There yes. you go. So anyone who have a problem with that isn't a real man anyhow, so skip him. Mm-hmm. There we go. Damn right. Damn Don't right. Date real him men if he's wear not reading it. pink and read Maria Menudos' book. It's true. Mm-hmm. And they read Cosmo. And Cosmo. Yes. I noticed a lot of Cosmos around here. I know. We like those. Um, and, <laughs> well, let me also say this while we're we're kind of off the topic of Celebrity Apprentice. and um, Just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. I want to say, A, After Buzz TV, we're a network. Yes, we have lots of shows and things like that. But what you may not know is that we're all volunteers. AJ's a volunteer. Um, Maria, Michelle, DJ Jesse. And for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm one of the producers as well as Kevin Undergaro, and we ourselves are actually volunteers, as well as Maria. Maria actually puts her, uh, not this Maria, <laughs> this Maria. Uh, also Greek. Also Greek, yes. That is how, that is the connection that we have. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but Maria Menounos, obviously she's the network founder. She puts her own money into this. And so what we're asking of you, our audience, is not more money, is not anything, except tell your friends. That's it. We're making a mission. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Tell your friends. And, and it's fun. Get it out there. So yes. why wouldn't you tell your friends? Yeah. Exactly. You should tell your friends. Even if you're making fun of us. Yes. That's fine, too. <laughs> we don't mind. Okay with that. We like all press. Good press, bad press. Yeah. All yes. press alike. Funny it's press. Good. It's all good. Funny press. Well, speaking of which, you know, the Sexy other call press. to action would be email us or whatever. Whatever you got to do, let us know how we're doing. That's right. What Give we can us do some better, feedback. You know? Uh, yes. AJ's, AJ's a scientist, and he knows first and foremost that the best way to progress is feedback. Gotta so, have trend data. That's right. And Ooh. so, uh, info at afterbuzztv.com is the email to email. That's right. Do you have to sing know. it while you are typing it? Afterbuzztv.com. Uh, we're not going to require that of fans, but if if you want to sing, I, I mean, guess if you're you feeling sing. it, you should sing it you and email it. it. That, that's that's right. true. Like they tell you when when you're when you're doing some type of tech support, you're supposed to smile when you're talking on the phone, even though they can't hear you. They can feel the smile. Yeah, it comes through. So by all means, sing it. That's Be right. That's so well, true. Speaking of tech support, we're uh, kind of going through transition right now with the website. We updated to a new, better version. Unfortunately, uh, we've hit a snag with uh, updating and things like that. But fear not, that doesn't mean your favorite shows aren't on there. Um, you can find, actually they aren't on there, but you can still get them at iTunes, Ustream, and the Stitcher app. 
So yes, uh, where yes. where can we start like a discussion about these shows? Because I really think that there needs to be more people telling me or whoever you well, suck or you're great or something. All right, yeah. well, yeah. you know, yeah, it's a good point. Well, let's uh, okay. So start with the emailing. Th- start I with guess. the emailing. There's mm-hmm. also Facebook www.facebook.com/slash/afterbuzztv. Mm-hmm. So really, you know, post on there. We want to hear what and you Twitter think. too. And Twitter, you know, uh, we'll, we can uh, we can do some live tweeting where if we get a question, uh, you know, put the uh, hash or whatever the at sign yes. at AfterBuzzTV. Put that in front of or wherever in your little tweet to mention us. Yeah, and. Uh, We'll try to answer your question or whatever, whether it's that episode or the next episode coming. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just email us. If you email us with suggestions on how we can incorporate you guys, let us know. We yeah. want to know. Yeah, we want, I love we want when to we get callers. I love callers. And speaking of which, that is the other way you can talk to us is uh, 424-256-1729. Fantastic. That was a good impression. Nice. That was not bad. That's, that that's bad Rich, our announcer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, so um, just wanted to get the truth out there, you know, who we are. Mm -hmm. But anyways, onwards, AJ. All right, so um, you know what? I want to talk a bit about the last show going into this show. The last show was a big deal. It was the three-hour show. The hammer was dropped, and then the hammer was dropped again. And they just took the numbers, and they just dwindled them down to the last four. And... It was one of the most interesting things about it, and I'm just going to pinpoint these parts. How, what happened to Nini? How Nini went away? Then what happened to Star? How Star went away? And, and how her strategy, which in, in, the, in, the, in the entire season, her strategy seemed like it was, it was so on point. She had it all together. She, she was meticulous. She was calculated. And then you know what I noticed? Um, that her strategy became very apparent that she was interested in winning by attrition, and I lost all respect for that. In other words, she was more interested in winning by just simply making everyone else look like crap and staying in the background mm-hmm. and doing nothing. Mm, totally. That, that you gain no respect for that. What happened to winning based on your strengths, mm-hmm. based on your skills, based on your ability to actually compete? Mm-hmm. I I saw some of that in the beginning, right when she yeah. was the, when she was the leader. But this last part where she was all you heard from her, well, that was not my responsibility, and 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 pushed it off. Yeah, right? yeah. And when she started to point out the fact that she was calculating, I don't like that. That that be calculating. Don't say I'm calculating. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's gonna hate you, and exactly. they do. And now I do. And then they do. And then it, it doesn't matter like what great things you've done in the past. Now you look mean. Yes. Don't be mean. Yeah. That's, she is mean. She yeah. she she was. What do we call this? There's, there's manipulative. Like, there's aggressive and there's passive aggressive, and you try to figure out which exactly one is worse, and actually depends on the situation. But passive aggressiveness can be very difficult to yeah. nail down and very difficult to deal with, and it makes for a very hostile work environment. Yes, and well, it always makes things to explode. And that's it right. Always makes things explode eventually. So, and yeah, and that's and what happened with Nini because Nini's yes. like. Uh, uh, what's going on? What's going on? And then as soon as Nini was thrown under the bus, she's like, I'm not taking this anymore. doesn't matter. I've stood by you. I've agreed with you. I've done all of this. But now you're throwing me under the bus, too. It's mm-hmm. like, don't make your friends your enemies, too. Yeah. Before she had power because 
Nini, everyone was like, ah, she's so frustrating, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like it was harder yeah. to articulate or to prove. But mm-hmm. towards the end, as the numbers were getting smaller, mm-hmm. she was just like totally like going back and being like, look at everybody else, be ridiculous. I'm so calm. Like, mm-hmm. I have it together. But yes. really, she was just stirring up the pot and then walking away. Yeah. And that totally sucked. Yeah. So now Nini's, Nini's exit from the show was... Uh, less than fabulous. Yeah. yeah, she was at an appearance, or she was at the same club that I was at this weekend. Really? And they talked about her and said how nice she was. How nice she is. Yes. Okay. When you're not Star Jones. When you're when you're not with Star Jones, oh. and when you're not working 16 hours a day, 18 hours a day at times, mm-hmm. and uh, have somebody that's constantly in your face and making you just feel horrible about yourself and like saying all these things, and then all of a sudden Nini just went out and. Yeah. yeah, see, I want to, when, when we get to our, it's a special segment, we get to talk to Maria and ask her a whole bunch of questions. Well, I would, we can ask her about this, this appearance. See, because I, I have a question about cutting. Yeah. See, you're there, you're on the show, for everyone uh-huh. who doesn't know or doesn't realize, she was Celebrity Apprentice, mm-hmm. she was on the show, um, and you're on The Apprentice, and they're shooting, they're shooting, they're shooting, and mm-hmm. then it's what you have gone through, and theirs is what we see. Yes, and I will tell you that they do a very good job of showing you exactly what people are down to the core. So what you're seeing, there is a lot more to it, Uh uh but you're seeing the soul of it. They're strategically cutting... The, and they're keeping it they're together. Not, they're not strategically cutting. They are showing you exactly who these people are. Very like, good. Like when you when you go back and you watch my season, um, if, if or if you watch my season, mm-hmm. uh, what I remember from it is going, yeah, that's who the person was. Like Cindy Lauper was a scatterbrain, but she was also very creative, and they showed you both of those sides. Right. Um, Brett Michaels was flirtatious with every single person. <laughs> It wasn't like he discriminated, you know. It didn't matter if it was guy, girl, old, young. He <laughs> flirted with everybody. But they showed you that, and they showed you how creative he was. Um, you know, so you weren't, and Holly was cutthroat, but for a very good reason. Mm-hmm. You know, she, her son has autism. So you saw that side of her as well. So it wasn't like they were pulling something out of nowhere. Right. They were showing you exactly what it was. And so that's what I appreciate about Celebrity Apprentice is they don't make people out to be something that they're not. I mean, the only person that I can say they didn't show enough of is Summer Sanders on my season was very, very sweet. So they didn't show enough of her sweetness. Her sweet side. But you did get it here and there. It Mm -hmm. just wasn't as much. So they're not they're not inventing characteristics. So on this season, they're not inventing so anything. See, that's that's what we that's, need to it's hear. Real. That's because we're well, wondering about that, right? We're wondering yeah. how much a, how much a Nini is Nini. How much After Buzz TV exclusive? Right. How much of Star is Star? How much of Gary well, Busey is his bulls? Let's talk about let's talk about no. Nini real. Quick. Yeah. I mean, all right. So this this appearance, what was it? Where was okay, it? Okay, I I did an appearance at a club. Me and another girl that is a former WWE diva. We we did an appearance at this club well it just so happens that nini did an appearance at the same club last week they said she was very very sweet mm-hmm. but you did see you know moments where nini was very nice in this season but then you've seen her freak out and blow up and have that you know craziness but you also saw that when she was on the other show that she was on what was it housewives whatever House of atlanta right yeah, yeah. so you saw yeah. it there so it's not like they're inventing it yeah i mean she came up out of reality tv yeah so i guess to be 
super successful in reality reality TV, you have to be like drama. You have to have something. You either I mean, have to be funny or or weird or gross or something. I, the one thing I'll put on Nini's side, and did me, no, I'm, I'm not a Nini basher. Actually, I thought she was fantastic. I was very disappointed to see how she went away. I, I very disappointed because I, I said before, I said if her and Star Jones could get it together, they would be unstoppable, and no one on a guy's team can handle them. They self-destructed and destroyed themselves. I don't agree with you. Okay. At all, because <laughs> they are not creative enough. Meaning Star or Nini? Both of them together were not creative enough. Like, you you have to be able to project something original and they didn't have anything original i don't think at all like star is very good at i can input numbers and i can create this schedule of how things should be done mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then i don't know what really nini brings to the table other than she's very passionate so like okay great but how are you going to compete with very creative people you have to have both if you don't you're screwed okay yeah. all right so I but so then the way she went away, the way she mm-hmm. exited was was just not okay. It's the giving up, the quitting. It's it's she put up such a fight. Oh, she no. was able to see through Star Jones subterfuge and still somehow season. it happens every single season someone goes away. Someone goes away that yeah, way. Yeah, Daryl Strawberry went away in my season. He left. So every single season because it's like such a stressful environment. Because of one person or because of everything? Well, you're working 16 hours a day. You're waking up. I, I was waking up at 4, 4.30, and I wasn't getting into bed until maybe midnight, 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so you are just exhausted. This you're working. Yes. You're working six days a week. You only have Sundays off. So every single day, it's done exactly the same way. So then you, you have to like figure out, what am I going to wear in the morning? And then you go down, and you get your hair and makeup done. And the guys, they get a little bit extra sleep. But... You are exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's, interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting to see what they're going through in the back. Because I was very interested to see what's going on back there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, can we continue the special segment? I mean, we do need a show to talk about the show. Let's it's talk about special. the show. Uh, that way we'll, we'll tease come the viewers. Okay, because we, we have a lot of interesting information. <laughs> Wait, I have one here. question before, right before we move on. Did you stay at the Trump hotels? I stayed on Central Park. Yes. Okay. So a Trump Hotel on Central Park. It okay. wasn't the tower. Um, it was uh, Trump International. I know where that is. Yeah. It's right there. It's yeah. And was it beautiful. nice? Um, a little gaudy for me. Mm. A little being <laughs> a very big understatement. Okay. Got it. <laughs> it was hideous. Yes. Okay. And I was... But it's Trump Tower. Yeah. Or it's, it's a Trump building, so it's kind of cool in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Every day I woke up excited just because I got to stay there. Yeah. But you really didn't get to stay there. Not at Trump Since Towers. No, no, I'm saying because uh, you were always working. Oh, and yeah. slept for yeah. like two yeah. hours. You just but. slept for a little <laughs> while. You got to walk but, in and walk but out. But the thing is, is like to be able to tell my parents and tell my sister, yeah, I'm staying on Central Park. It's really it's nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's really fun. Yeah, I love New yeah. York. I'm out there often enough. I but hate I, New York. You hate it? How could you hate New York? New York is It's great. dirty. There's trash on the streets. People are rude. Cabbies want to run me over. I'm done. They Where want to run from? you over? Where are you from? I think they're just trying to stop and see, fight to see who can get you in the cab. It's not the same thing. <laughs> they don't care. No, they there's don't this care. Thing that, there's this thing that um, someone told me in 
If you have a heavy suitcase and a girl that wants to go up the stairs, the person from Chicago will help you with your suitcase up the stairs. They will ask you where you're from, blah, blah, blah. Be super nice. A person from New York will help you with your suitcase up the stairs and never look twice at you. Will continue to walk on. They will carry your suitcase, drop it off at the top of the stairs, and continue. They don't have the time to talk to you. Somebody in L.A. Will, won't help you with your suitcase. They'll be like, oh, my God, I'm going to break a nail. Girl, guy, whatever. They don't care. They won't help you. I think that's a that's specific true, part of L.A. But <laughs> in New York... York, I have been with the suitcase in the hail, and a bunch of people were around, and nobody helped. Yeah, same in Boston. Mm-hmm. Same, but it just depends on who's around. See, the, but there's different things I love about New York. Not to make it a show. I love New York. I'm from New Orleans. I'm from yes, New Orleans, and in cool. New Orleans, I have Orleans. both sides. Yeah, New Orleans. Nice. I have both sides, right? I have mm-hmm. I have the, the the West Bank, which is like California, and I have the yeah. East Bank, which is like New York. So I kind of get a, uh, New Orleans doesn't sleep. The French quarters That's is always such open. An awesome right? city. Yeah. So I, I do like that. So so when I go to New, New York, un, unlike Orange County, Orange County, California, which shuts down <laughs> the whole place around 7 p.m., yeah. and if you're walking out after that, you, you look rather suspicious. Yeah. I, I love New York because it's kind of more like where I'm from because mm-hmm. where I'm from is kind of gone yeah. forever. But mm-hmm. we'll go over that another time. Uh, okay, All so. Right, well, let me, uh, so to tease you guys, Maria was a uh, top five yeah. finalist. Very yeah. good. So yes. So she stayed on the show for pretty much right up until right, this episode. So, so right. it's fitting that. Thank you, slow clap. <laughs> Fabulous. It's a bit of a fast clap, but guys. yes. Thanks. <laughs> this is a good job. So, uh, so yes, you guys will get to hear her in the special segment. But now onwards with the show. Okay, so here we got the final four, and it was interesting to me. And you guys will have to tell me if that was just the normal way they do it. How they decided to break the final four down to the final two. They mm-hmm. bring in this is normal, yeah. Mm-hmm. They bring in. The last three winners, or the three winners, whatever, mm-hmm. um, who are powerhouses in their own right, mm-hmm. and they sit them down and they put them through this tough interview process. Well, usually, I mean, it's in the past. It's never been the past three winners. It's usually been someone within Trump's organization, uh-huh. right? I mean, well, uh, Joan was there last year to do it. Okay. Joan and I think per- and Pierce Morgan was there as well, See. doing it last season. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I'm thinking, I guess I'm just thinking of like the regular s- apprentice. Interesting thing is, Piers, Piers Morgan, th- these are powerful individuals. These people hold uh, a, specific, a specific place in our our country, in our world. And, and, and when you're sitting down there in front of them, and Pierce is not nice, he's asking questions straight on. He's and, never nice. Yeah, oh he's my not God, nice. he's, and he's such a problem. But he's supposed, that's, he's doing his part. He's doing, he's making it tough. He's asking a tough question. So did Joan. He's right? trying to be Donald Trump, and he's never going to be Donald Trump. Well, he's going to have to do something with the he hair. He can't be, be Donald Trump without <laughs> fixing the hair. He's got to do, he's got to get tan. some. Orange it up. Yeah, orange. Orange. He's get some, orange like, it's clear, some skin solution that's very advanced. <laughs> You know, I think in his own right, though, especially now with his show and things like that, I think mm-hmm. he is a competitor. I mean, he's obviously not Trump. To yes. be Trump, you have to be a billionaire oh, yeah. and uh, other things. Show. I forgot he has but, a show. Um, he does. It's, yeah. He does. Who does? Who? What's his show? Morgan. Pierce? Pierce Morgan. Pierce, Pierce Morgan. Wait, what's his show? That's the show. That's the show. That's and the he, oh. Is that a, it's very political. He has his own show on um, CNN. Yeah, it's political, yeah. Oh. I'm on CNN. Yeah, he mm-hmm. has his own show up here, and it comes after... I forget what it comes after. Is it after that one woman that I hate? Well, what is that one woman you hate? <laughs> I don't know. She's got oh, that no. horrible hair and the crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that anybody ever says is wrong. It doesn't mean, it matter if she Nancy said it the Grace. week before. Nancy, oh, that woman. Oh, <laughs> Horrible. I can't believe you knew who she was talking an about. An infection. Because I feel the society. same exact way about it. An infection. She is a hypocrite. Okay, sorry. 
Excellent. We're going well, to have to do a show about that show. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we can have some oh. political stuff going on yeah. up in here. You should be on the show. I well, speaking of, speaking of politics, well, A, yeah. the Greeks did invent politics, but yes. B, um, having a Thank guy. Thank you for that. Yes. Hey, are you listening? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Uh, <laughs> having a guy involved with politics, and especially with all this talk of Donald Trump going into politics, wasn't a bad move on the Don's part. No, it wasn't. It's. It's so interesting. You know I mean? mm. it's, okay, yeah. I get it now. Yeah. yeah. Do I need... Yeah, ha- having, having friends in the right places, then having the right connections. That's right. Donald, the Trumpster, he's, he's got it on top. Oh, okay, so anyway. So, <laughs> okay, so we, we have these interviews. They go through. Uh-huh. And um, I, can I jump to Lil John first? Sure. I wasn't necessarily disappointed in Lil John's answer because that's the, that's the thing. When they asked Lil John who would be the final two, Everyone knows you're supposed to say yourself and someone else. Mm-hmm. And Lujan did not. And we all knew from experience watching the show, since he didn't do that, he was going to get fired. Period in the story. And he, there's no way he didn't know it too. So he just threw himself under the bus to be like, I knew that was going to happen? I, I say that he definitely knew, had decided going in, that he wasn't one of the two. He, yeah. he, he's. I think he decided. Well, if there's, if it's going to be an interview process and someone's going to have to pick me based on whatever, I may, I'm, I'm probably not going to be it. So he d- took the soft road and said, "Okay, well, I'll just." Yeah, I think um, he came on this, uh, came on this show, to show people that just because he dresses that way and he said it. That's right. He just said because, it right up front. Just because I have my teeth this way, da da da. I'm not crack smoking. I don't do drugs. All this stuff. I think he already accomplished that, That's right. and he was afraid that, oh, if if I go one step further, then I'm going to have to prove it again, and this is going to be really hard, and I think he took the easy way out. Okay, yeah, I, I, I think it I think it was a conscious decision. It was I can agree very on that. conscious. I think he consciously chose that. Yeah, I think he had to. It wasn't a mistake. He, everyone has gotten fired. Yeah. Yes, everyone who's done it, every time. Every okay. single time. And he'll I, even say it in the boardroom. Don't yeah. do that. That's right. Don't say you're tired. Don't be stupid. Just, you know, don't, don't, don't do that Don't volunteer yourself yeah, to go out. Volunteer. It's 100% you're going to get fired. So, right. Okay, so, but when he, when he picked the two, he also picked the safest two to go on instead of him, which yeah. are the safe two, Marley and John Rich. They're not... Not taking anything away from him. I think Marlene, I said a long time ago, I thought she was the strongest player on the ladies' team. Yeah. You take John Rich, and everyone in the team said, I would do it with John Rich. Yeah. Well, that pretty much puts him right up front. That's, mm-hmm. He's voted. <laughs> so it's going to be John Rich and one of you three. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think it would definitely not be Meatloaf, considering that everyone was like, well, he cries. And he gets mad. And you know Everyone I'm not I'm not gonna gonna say because he cries he's a weaker player yeah. or could but you know what you do have to have control of extremes when yeah. you're in a business mm-hmm. environment you you have Everyone to control. Everyone made them. it sound like he cried all the time. Well, listening to Maria, what you see is the core people, right? Mm-hmm. They're cutting it. They're not making any strategic moves. They're they're putting what's there. So I, I think it's right. I think he is, an ex- I'm not saying he's got any type of bipolar disorder. I don't think you have to have a disorder to go from extreme to extreme. Some yeah. people are just that way. When it's fine. He was tired. Too. Yeah. Right, right. When you're that tired. I did another reality show too, um, Outback Jack. And when I was on that, um, my grandfather. 2004? Um, I think so. Yeah, did you see I read it? the bio. well uh, when i was over there my grandfather got in a car accident and i was so tired working there and i cried 
so much more than I usually do. Mm-hmm. So it's probably the same thing with him. Yeah, something yeah, he probably some... cries, but just not that much. Mm-hmm. But because he was so tired, it was like every day. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know? Yeah. But what what he's crying about, right? Are children, children who need mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. And and I hate to tell you, but most guys, whether they're doing it in your face or not, will cry for children. Mm-hmm. Because it is actually what we think is most important. Mm-hmm. And any real dad will tell you the most important thing in their world are their kids. And they feel that for other kids. When a dad sees a sick kid, it tears us apart. And you're only getting to see it in his face. But it's not any different for any rest of us. I promise mm-hmm. you. So, so then what do you say about, obviously, for everyone, like, dads who, like, leave their kids and stuff? Well, you know, everyone's not good at their job. And, and unfortunately, there have been a lot of dads who are not good at their job. But there are a lot of dads more recently than in the past that are much better at their job. And they're out there. We, and we have to, I, I guess you say, we have to do even more to make up for the ones who are doing much less. Mm-hmm. Right? So I can't say much about them but shame on you. Right? And especially if you didn't have a proper father figure in your life, then you're supposed to step up and not just do it for yourself, do it for anyone else you can get your hands on. What is his charity in essence? I know it's for kids, but what what it do is, they do? It is the tur- green the uh, the, um, the the turtle. I forgot the name. Oh of it. oh, turtle paint. Turtle. Painted turtle. Painted turtle. Painted turtle. And it's a, it's, a, it's 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 for sick children. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it a specific type of sickness? I know one. A uh, little boy had leukemia. Right. Okay, so I think it's just sick kids. And 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 I I don't know about all the charities, but it is for children and it is for sick children. And he is all about it. And so much so that when when he and he used a great analogy, he said it's like a father going out to make money to bring home to the family, and then taking that money to go gamble it. Mm-hmm. And a good father wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And he was being forced to do that. And it was tearing him up inside, mm-hmm. right? Because, but that's that's the game. Donald mm-hmm. said, you know, that's the game. That's that's the, it's everyone's charity is, is at risk, but someone's going to get the money. Yeah, right. But that was hard. That was hard. That was hard. Yeah. So, but in, in the end, he did win, right? He actually did win yeah. that challenge, yeah. and he won it by a hair too, because we're talking tens of thousands of dollars, and I think he got a hundred, and they got yeah. like eighty-five. Yes. It was pretty close, really. It was really close. And and it was awesome because John Rich said, "Man." If you don't win, I will personally match out of my bank account. I know. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> and he I means think... it, too. He's a country guy. Yeah, that's true. They say what they mean. I yeah, mean I, what I, they I, say. I didn't doubt for a second that he didn't mean it. And if that number would have kept going up, he'd have just stuck it. Yeah, right? that was awesome. I it think that's awesome. when I started to really like him. Like, right? I always mm-hmm. liked him. He never bothered me, but I was like, meh. Mm-hmm. But I really started to like him then. Yeah, so he was fabulous. Okay, so Lil John in his interview, he kind of makes that little piece. I think it was conscious. I think he chose the ones that he was in, he intelligently knew would be the front runners, and then he just pleaded his particular case. Mm. Okay, okay. So now we got John Rich. John Rich is in the interview, mm-hmm. and he put Meatloaf under the bus. He's yeah. like, not gonna be Meatloaf. Mm. Right now, you know the, the the it's obvious, you know because. It is a business environment. Meatloaf mm-hmm. is the easy choice for making having an issue, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I, the thing is, and I, I guess that the reason why John Rich said what he what and what he did about you know Meatloaf and it just being the weak player is, 
you do have to keep it together because if someone doesn't keep it together, then who's going to be able to help anybody? Yeah. So, sure. you know, when I I agree, like meatloaf is far too emotional for yeah. the business aspect of things because, yeah, there's tough decisions that need to be made and it sucks. But at the end of the day, if those decisions aren't made and if those things don't happen, then there is nobody to help anybody else. Yeah. So you can't just be crying. You have to just do it. Do you your job. You have to get something done. I agreed. So, you know, there's not, not even a whole lot to say about John Rich's interview. He simply mm -hmm. sat there, spoke his piece. They said, mm -hmm. what can you do? Well, I can write. Well, that's not impressive to me. You're a singer. What else mm -hmm. can you do? He says, well, I can organize, and, and I can lead, and I can do all these things. He had an answer for every question. He didn't yeah. stumble. He didn't stutter. He moved on. Slam dunk. Move on. Now we got Marley, the last lady uh. in the group. Mm -hmm. The last lady of yes. all the ladies. She's the last one standing already. Yeah, yeah and she reminds me so much of Holly. Holly Robinson Pete. Is that right? And she does. Just like even how she dresses. I'm like, that's the same exact like Marley wears a pendant to remind her of her charity. Holly wore a pendant to remind her of her charity. It was always like those kind of same dresses that they mm. wore. It was always um that they didn't necessarily have the creative aspect of it, but they were good at directing people that they knew could do those jobs. So it's just, she she reminds me so much. And they said it in there that Marley's a fighter, and she is. Yeah, She's fought her whole life. So yeah. impressive. Yeah. No, no, she's she's very impressive. And according to, um, what's his name? Uh, Michaels, the guy, hairband, headband? Brett. Brett. Brett Michaels. Yeah, yes. you know, she's also hot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh that's the same. No, that's the same. Every time. Every time. You can count says. on it, right? It, yeah, oh, it doesn't yeah, matter. that's so true. That came from him for sure. Yeah, yes. right off the bat. He's like, mm -hmm. you know, she's, she's actually right, hot. That not, was the second thing that they said. The yeah. second thing that they said. But did he say hot? What did he say? Yeah, something he said hot. She's hot. Okay. I mean, I don't think at. he knows how to describe a woman any other. That's the first one. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's hot and something else. That's but the only adjective. Probably sexy. There's probably two words. Yeah, sexy and hot. They're the same. But anyway. And, of course, you know, she is beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. She's, but, you know, that doesn't say anything about her skills because she actually is a yeah. great leader. And she's she's on top of everything that's going around her despite everything else. Like, yeah. I remember when that, that the episode was, because, you know, not when she was when she was um, doing a performance up there and they were doing mm -hmm. her hair. Right. Oh, and, the comedy thing. Right. And you've got someone on the side of her speaking to her and she's responding oh, yeah. to this person. Like she's with it because that's how much she's paying attention. She has to pay attention three times more than the rest of us, and mm -hmm. she's doing that while doing everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very impressive. I'm always watching her eyes because she yeah. has to check with right. the sign she's person. She's got to check, and she doesn't want to be rude, so she wants to look at the person when they're talking. I I'm like in, insanely impressed with this woman. Like it's it's intense how much she goes. It is through. intense. It is intense, and her brain has to be moving very very fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Okay. So again, so she she gets her interview, and they they start throwing out. You know, you brought in a million dollars, but you really haven't done much else. What do you say about that? And you know, she disagreed. She says she that's I don't, she doesn't agree humbly. You know, mm -hmm. answers her question again. Not a whole lot to say about her. Slam mm -hmm. dunk. Now we yeah. got meatloaf. Mm -hmm. Meatloaf. They called him Barking Mad. In <laughs> yeah. the, even in the interview, uh -huh. he got very passionate. Yeah, yeah. Be, the first thing, like when he went in there, I rather said, but the first thing he did, he was like so clicked in that way. And mm -hmm. for most people and business people, that's like, whoa, you're like too much right now. But Joan Rivers like loved it. She was all over it. Yeah. Well, there's. I mean, She's like I just I feel really connected with him. I mean. 
from my experience, there's a there's a good passion. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go into business meetings, uh, it does it is sort of an advantage if you're emotional in the sense of, pa- I would actually never mind not emotional but passionate. Yeah, yeah. passionate for what you're doing. And well, in, there's and my learning, you want to go in there and say and present your case as in like, hey, I'm going to do this regardless of whether or not you want to join me. If you want to join me, that's great. But if not, you're going to miss out on a huge opportunity. I mean, obviously, believe in it. Don't look bored. But there's but his body language and everything to me when he walked in was overwhelming. It was like that. Just relax. Let's just talk about it. Like Marley was perfect. John Rich, perfect. Little John, like too laid back. Like he was like, eh, whatever. But but, but, but Lil John, too much. I will credit this to Lil John. He actually went in there, and what was the first thing he said was, uh, "It's it's an honor to meet all of you guys." Mm-hmm. You I'm know, just which, saying the, their body language. But Lil John, love him, loved his thing. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be Lil John for a moment. And you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna be Lil John for the rest of the show. I don't have a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> I think you can pull it off. I I uh, I actually. Um, fortunately and unfortunately come from the corporate world and i have sat in many executive meetings as an executive back and forth having a discussion doing your debate and there actually is a protocol to it Mm -hmm. there's a there's there's it's not even an i wouldn't even say it's an unspoken protocol it's a known protocol speaking of protocols i just want to clarify for our listeners instead of viewers i what i did was i put on glasses to be like he put on John. sunglasses yeah so yeah, i yes. forgot right. everyone can audio audience that's right everyone yeah can't see so us. that's the protocol i had to take so so the people in the meeting not not little john not not meatloaf the people in the meeting they are aware of the corporate protocol so they're going to judge you also by how well you adhere to it or not they mm-hmm. have to that's part of their job and when you heard them speak to the Trumpster, to the Donald, about it, they actually addressed that thing. How how did he speak? How did he behave? Not sure about Brett Michaels, but the other two definitely would know mm-hmm. the corporate protocol. So yeah. they spoke to it. So, you know, Meatloaf was not really in tune with that corporate protocol, um, and they commented on that. Mm-hmm. Right? How how if he will he be able to rail that in? Will he be able to control that? They asked him that in the meeting. Will you be able to the passion you have right now, will you be able to control that for the task going forward? And they didn't believe he would. Yeah. So, that's and then those. he showed us. And then he showed us. Mm. <laughs> but then his his exit was appreciated. You know, when he was fired, he yeah, was, he was fired much kind, more kind than the other people who were, were fired. He didn't mm-hmm. get the what do you he call it, the cobra. It. Yeah, he didn't the get cobra. the cobra. Yeah, he didn't get that. Mm-mm. You're fired. Maybe that's why he wasn't mad. Maybe, but he still was like upset yeah well he was upset but he was appreciative he actually was able to get a good amount of money for his charity yeah it's still all about charities so um Mm -hmm. and it's not only about charity it's also about competition and And in many ways in many ways by him crying so many times about a charity i think it raised awareness oh yeah of course yeah i think he accomplished his goal that's the big thing i think sometimes the people that stand out to you are the ones that like you actually realize what they're fighting for some right. people go on there and you're like, "What are you talking about?" Like, I felt felt that way with Star. It was like, yeah, definitely. I was she's calculating, but what the heck is her charity? I have no idea. Like, yeah. I I know what everybody else's charity is. What is Star's final? charity? Star's, chari- Star's charity is stop being a bitch. Charity. Oh, <laughs> oh, little John. Do you John. want my two cents on that? Is that little yeah. John speaking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But like a little, uh, you know, uh, when it came to Little John or when um, John Rich, it, you know that he's got St. Jude's. He's like, St. Jude, St. Jude, St. Jude's. Like, yeah, saying it all the time. All the time. But also, it also shows in their fight for the win, too. Right, their yeah. passion. That, that passion doesn't just speak to their passion about the charity. Oh, yeah. It speaks to the passion of the person, right? The person's ability to, um, to embrace and, and show that type of a passion. Not everyone can do that either. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone in that show would pick for that uh, for, because of those abilities. Okay, so now we got our last. We got our final two. We're going into the challenge. It's a beautiful thing. We bring in seven. Uh, seven up. Yeah. So seven up comes in, and they have a challenge, and it's a pretty complex challenge. Um, they have to take and do the new Seven Up retro. Um, they have to, and it's comp. They have to do. They're going to be judged on creativity, um, the retro market plan, uh, marketing, brand marketing. Um, they're going to have to do a commercial, and they're going to have to do an event, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to create a personality, including an event. It's actually a lot to do in three days. They threw God, it at what? them. They're not joking. Well, welcome to managing after buzz. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you guys <laughs> don't actually get to sleep at all. I got stressed out just listening to that. Right. Part I, of it. I I was I was like having flashbacks. Yeah, I bet you were right. Because that's was. It's that's heavy. Stressful. Yeah, they threw the, they threw it at them. But, but Seven Up was very cool. Like yeah, that's a very cool idea. And they so. threw fifty thousand dollars at each charity right, right from the beginning. Right off the bat. Right from the beginning. Yeah. We're going to give your nice. charities $50,000 oh, to start. Yeah. Yep, they yeah. threw them out. So, right, it's not like, you know, 7-Up sh- sh- hurting for cash. I would assume that they're doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, they're 7-Up. Sh- should have been a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's like buying, for them, that's like buying a 7-Up 50000 yeah, It's nothing. But it's still appreciated. Yes, okay. of course. So, now, we, we've got the challenge. They need help. They mm-hmm. bring back the others, not all of them, but some specific ones. Yep. And they start lining them up and said, pick them out. Pick out your teams. Mm-hmm. So, um, LaToya was last. Yeah. I think LaToya was only last because someone decided to pick Star anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was mm-hmm. only two left, I think. Yeah. And I, I don't think LaToya actually is a, a, a last pick. I think the fact that. I, I think Star's a little a little safer right now because she's not in it for herself, obviously. She's already out of it. So I think it's not that exactly. much of a risk to take her now. If I was in that position, the last two, uh-huh. I would want Star on my yeah, team. Yeah, I would pick Star. Just to organize stuff. That's, and that's what he because used her for. Because it's not going to matter. Like, it doesn't ma- and like she's not going to be manipulating because anything she's, because she has no reason to. She has to. to help whoever it is. So and it's plus, perfect. She wants to get it on with JR. Like seriously. <laughs> she wants to Ooh, like to, I did to, not to, to uh, coin a phrase from one of my good friends Jermaine Bell. She, he he she wants to get it in. Oh. With JR. Yeah. <laughs> they want to she wants to go in with JR. So, you know, he was pretty excited about it, especially when he broke it down and the picture falls in the background. It's oh my god, I know. <laughs> I hey thought guys. it was on purpose. Yeah. We actually have a caller on the line. Cool. Oh, All right. right. Hello. Hello, caller. Guess who? Yes, it's Courtney. <laughs> oh, Courtney Stewart. Hello, Courtney. How are you doing? Hi, you guys. How are you doing? Hi. Did you watch the episode? I watched the episode, and I'm watching you guys do a very wonderful show, and I just had to throw the only two cents I had in about this episode. Let's check it out. Let's see what well, it's charity. Can you can you throw a little more? Um, okay, for charity, actually, I have a lot. Like, I'm completely hating on the Marley choice, first of all, but I won't get into that because y'all are spreading way too much love to Marley right now. Okay, yeah. Okay. And 
But my main thing or issue of the evening is Star Jones, and I am severely disgusted with her for suddenly being a human being and commenting on how, oh, I love working with the guys, but you have to be a super bitch when you're working with the women and F up the women's team so bad with your energy that y'all can't raise any money for charity and suddenly you can be agreeable because you're working with men. That's so true. I think that was the worst. And the fact that she commented on it at all was disgusting to me. All I I can say is that's not something us guys could say or would say, so we have to leave that up to you. So true. I mean, it's horrible because she's showing again, like, oh, here we go. Women can't deal with each other. Obviously, she knows how to work and be a human being. And she obviously was not doing that when she was working with the women's team. Yeah. I'm not totally blaming her because it obviously takes more than one person to have an argument or a dispute. But she was definitely the person or the person in the middle of a lot of bull-ish going on on that team. Yeah, that's true. I just thought it was disgusting. I'm like, you're supposed to be this, like, educated, oh, I'm smart and I'm not going to stoop to that. But that's the display you put being this strong female that you claim yourself to be. Yeah, that's a number one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm mad they brought her back. Okay, is that one cent? What's the other cent? That's my one cent. Wait, and what did you you think about um, the way that she was being with John Rich? All of a sudden, she, like, I'm just, liked him. She grosses me out. I'm grossed out. I'm just over. Uh, I don't like Star Jones, and I wanted to like isn't her. Okay? That, isn't I that the number one thing? Yeah. Isn't that the I number one her, thing about being a strong woman is like you have to first learn how to work with other women? Yes. It's like Please, the number one thing. You? Yeah. Yes. It would be really nice if that's what we could see on national television. No, yeah. it's not going to be the best TV. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the whole Mimi, I'm going to jack you up and take you outside and beat you down like situation because it was uh-huh. entertaining. Yeah. But to come back after the fact and be on the guys team and like show and just confirm basically that you were being a super bitch for no reason like just to be dramatic and show that women can't function and be professional and work together and get crap done it's just obnoxious yeah that's so true with you so much i'm embarrassed it's like the only way to allow other strong women in there and give them a chance is to be a strong woman yourself and be cool with everyone or not even cool just professional Okay. Exactly. Hey, so that's hey. my little scent. And you guys haven't gotten there yet, but my second scent is I love again. Latoya Jackson. I know. Miss I know. Yes. Going at well, it. Well, you know, you can go ahead and talk about the, the fashion fantastic of the superhero in Latoya. Go right ahead. I, I mean, it didn't make any sense at all. I have no idea what's going on with Meatloaf and his brain in that commercial. Like, I don't get it. But <laughs> <laughs> I totally love the great. superhero costume, and she was so excited to be in it. She was. She was pretty right. excited about so it. Excited. I'm gonna go off on this, Courtney, and then then you can have a rebuttal or you can agree with me, whatever. Meatloaf effed up the last commercial. He said he had one line that he said, like, out of nowhere, there's gonna come a skater, and you know what? That's what it was. <laughs> Out of nowhere, this skater came in and ruined the commercial, among the other things that ruined the commercial. A lot of things. And now we're letting Meatloaf direct another commercial? I, I think know. that that is why Marley is not the superstar that we all are, or you guys all seem to think she well, is. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that she's part. proving it again. We'll, we'll get to that part. We'll get to that part. So I've, I've got it on the list. Did you ever think all that right. Marley has no voice? Oh. Wait, was that? Never mind. Low blow to Marley, but no, she does. Marley doesn't We've have heard a voice. it. Yeah. No, I was, I was gonna say. <laughs> don't laugh at that. Herself. Don't laugh at that. 
Don't laugh at that. I mean, well, the reality is that I did wonder a little bit. Well, you guys aren't there yet. But uh, I don't want to say she doesn't have a voice. She obviously has a voice on some level. But I feel like the 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 being attentive and all of that is great. And on one hand, it's amazing because it's like, wow, she's got to pay attention to this and she's got to pay attention to that. But that's her life. It's been her life. That's not something that's, like, strange and out of the ordinary. What she needs to be paying attention to is crazy-ass meatloaf running around doing whatever the <laughs> doing the commercial, and she is not meatloaf paying attention to that Meatloaf is not all. crazy. He is, he is a new crazy. Gary Busey. He is not the new crazy. Gary Busey. We are not talking about meatloaf's balls. We are only uh, talking about Gary Busey's balls. No. This, he is not the new Gary Busey. He dreams. is meatloaf and he's good to go. Haunt you, doesn't it? He just creeps up on you and wakes oh, you up from oh. screaming. Like she's 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 bundling up from the fear. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I don't know why. He did flash you guys. Please. No. Aren't you happy you weren't on that particular episode? I don't know about that episode. I have no idea what you're talking you about. Don't wanna sure know. You don't want to know. He he was wearing a coat and then like a robe and doing this commercial and nothing was underneath the robe and it fell. It's like to me side and then you could see. No, he His made business. it a point. His he, junk. Yeah. He made it a point that he won't wear underwear. It's like me if I came in here right and like no. It's like Phil. I have to be in my zone. <laughs> this is how I act. He was method acting, and 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 for his method, <laughs> there could be no underwear. Right. Then Gross. why didn't they have shorts on? Because they, that well, was that's, part of the that's, deal. That's, no, 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 no. No underwear, no shorts under I've the robe. I've seen him in films. He wears pants. But he doesn't wear pants when he's got on a robe he's, that doesn't follow the method oh the commercial is like method. in the living room they i, need I to understand be free his method they to need get to, the air of the environment of the room they, they need exactly. to feel they need it. to move and flow they need to be in it <laughs> look 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 she's got the visual it of the flowing of the garbage <laughs> it seriously makes me nauseous. oh dear well uh well, because she's been she's been groped and pushed by Busey directly so yes oh Okay, well, it was a bad night. Ooh. I apologize. It was a bad night. It's okay. Real bad night. Anyway, uh, Courtney, last thoughts. Um, Meatloaf is definitely not Gary Busey, and we should refrain from referring to Gary Busey at all for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and it would be nice so if true. we never He's going to be on the next show. But what I do think is that as out of control as Meatloaf kind of was, I actually think he was a better choice for the final two. But that's just me. So I'm gonna let y'all get back to it. Okay. Thank you for Thanks a good for night. Bye. 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 Right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. So, so uh, call uh, for other listeners. Call in four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. I know Jesse's rejecting phone calls left and right, but we're gonna work on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So so to the point, we're getting into the to the piece. The uh, Marley, because she made the most money, she got to pick whether or not she wanted to do the 70s with the Globe Trawlers or the 80s with Def Leppard, right? And she chose to do the Globe Trawlers, and she has her reasons, you know? The, the music, she's deaf. Yeah. You know? Sports, she's not. So I, I, <laughs> I understand her point. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, of course, John Rich is a musician, so you're mm-hmm. giving him his strongest piece at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, you know, t- t- lesser two evils. You know, you get stuck mm-hmm. with what she got. I-, I think her choice was fine. Yeah. Uh, Could she have chosen both? I don't think that was an option. I like the 70s if better than the 80s. If she could have pulled that off, that would be amazing. That would have been amazing. That would have been completely counterproductive. I like the 70s cars better than the 80s Yeah, cars. I like the 70s everything better than the 80s. Well, she, she got the 70s, and so here we go. So, okay, so now... 
they're going into the 70s. Uh-huh. She's got her pick. She picks her team. Whose team is stronger? Is Marley's team stronger? John Rich. Or is John Rich's team stronger? John I'm Rich. not going to throw John my piece Rich. in until I hear you guys. So I, I got a John Rich from Maria. I got a... John Rich from me. John Rich from Phil. And I got a... I don't want to agree with you guys, but John Rich, because Meatloaf is just well, debilitating Marley's No, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I mean... All of okay, so John and Mark McGrath get along well. In fact, they kind of look like the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Rich and Lil John have been great throughout. Star Jones, great organization, so she's not really gonna have to do Great with up. the guys. Great with John. Especially so if there's a, there a guy she can rub next to. I boy. know. She's drinking about. wine. She's she's like, it's so disgusting. <laughs> it is. She, and like now that now that Courtney called in and said that, now all I can I know. think of is Gary Busey's you balls. Are not, yes, Gary Busey's balls. And the fact that like does she think that she's a feminist acting that way? I know. I know. Oh. Maybe she doesn't claim to I be. know. That's what I oh. thought. Maybe she claims to really be on the other team. It's possible, you know. On Maybe the, she's not on your team. Maybe she's a double agent. Well, she's she we, truly is. She's obviously tradering one team, being mm, a traitor too. She could be a double agent. You guys just didn't know. Oops. I just think. I it's think dis- you should have been. It is disgusting. She stands for one thing, and then de- and then when put in a room of guys, I am going to be professional, and I'm not going to stoop to that level. Well, you just did. Oh my god. Yeah, you just did. She was pretty. She was pretty excited to be next to Jay. Oh my God, baby. that was that. awful. Woo-hoo. And then the fa- oh, especially after Courtney just said it, it's just yeah. really disgusting. Okay, okay, okay. Moving well, on. I'm gonna also say this for Marley's team. Marley, she didn't get along well with Meatloaf. That brought her into the boardroom. Latoya, she kind of likes. So okay, fine there. She's never worked with Rich, but Rich kind of. St- what I, I don't know. He's just kind of neutral. So I agree. So I think well, I, I think John Rich's team was stronger. I think his team was strongest because of the synergy he already had with the people that he picked. And everyone had a specific role based on their skill set that they could perform based on the task. So it fits. Yeah. He, he picked the team and already had jobs assigned to them before they hit the street running. Mm-hmm. That was very impressive. Yeah. So I think this team was stronger. But going into it, so we got the 70s. Now, here's the thing. Because I know we can go on all night, and I know we got a special segment to throw in here, so I'm not going to stretch it. I'm just going to mm-hmm. jump to the end here. I think that both teams actually did a great job on all their pieces. I think that the 70s pick, they picked um, the the disco ball for the can and the can crushing the 70 actors, um, and they picked... Um, the they threw out the stereo, but their art is fantastic. The disco ball for the can, it looks great, right? Um, even though it may be falling apart for the 70s voice, their choice of trying to get that 70s voice mm. was absolutely on point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know what they're going to do for their show and the event because we haven't got there yet. But what I've seen so far, what I've seen so far is is great. Go to the 80s side, they've got the can. And actually, I got to admit, the Twisted Sister thing is a slam dunk, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fantastic. It's a really good yes. idea. <laughs> they bring in Twisted Sister. They got him to shave. They, they've got the whole, they've got the. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's good. But, you know. I'm just worried that they don't have enough footage to cut it together because they were yeah. flying through it. So I, I worry. See, this is something. This is where your expertise would be able to see. See, because you are dealing with, you've dealt with this WWE. You've been on Celebrity Apprentice. You know about the footage. You know about the cutting. I, I don't. So you see a problem there. 
I do. Because how are they going to cut from him turning around to him coming back the other way and being Twisted Sister? Like, from what I saw of what they were, like, him turning around, like, there was no... Transition. None. There was no transition transition whatsoever. So I don't know exactly... Like, they don't need to show... Um, they don't need to show him like tra- in transitioning into Twisted Sister, but there needs to be a shot of him just picking up the can and putting it to his lips. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that shot. Because he randomly because gets the can in his hand? No, because he does turn around to grab the can, mm-hmm. and then he becomes Twisted Sister because of it. But they have no shot of him grabbing the can. Like the insert? The insert shot, yes. Right? yes. They have well, none of me. that, so I have no idea like how they're going to go from one to the other. Okay. So I'm hoping that eventually it will be they have a hand grab the can and then the next shot you see is him turning around because that's a great so, transition. Okay. But I'm just worried that because they were in such like a time constraint, they, yeah. So that's the other thing I want to comment. Actually, Lil John was commented by John Rich that he was moving a bit slow, mm-hmm. right? And I, he said he was tired. Um, he was definitely moving a little bit slow based on the way it was cut for us, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that, I think that's part of it. But I will say that John Rich was on it. He was. He so was like, he was like, this is, what is what's going on next? Uh, how come? And John, Lil John was like, you know, he's got the right to be stressed for the whole kit and caboodle. But yeah. really, he, he saw it. He jumped mm-hmm. on it. And that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So he's showing his leadership skills there. Mm-hmm. And he's showing that, you know, I'm, I'm noticing that there's a little flaw here. And he also showed... And this is kind of goes to what what, what um, Courtney was saying, what you guys are saying about you know whether or not Marley's a strong leader. Truth be told, there is too much for them to do. They have to delegate and yeah. trust. And Marley said that. Marley said, you know what? There's too much going on. I have to trust my people that I assign tasks. Mm-hmm. I have to let them go. She assigned it to Meatloaf, whether it was a good choice or not. Eh, but she's got to let him do it because there's too much to get done in a short period of time. Yeah. Same with John Rich. John Rich is dealing with these crazy people who don't want a drum kicker kicking the drum while the people are now, on the stage. What? And you know, and then Lil John has to do his piece because there's a lot to do in, in, in a short period of time. So I don't mm-hmm. see any problem there. I, I think that you, you're just going to have to trust your, your ability to recognize people's skills and talents and assign them and let them go at it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to get it done. Yeah. And then manage it. Manage it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She seemed like she got overwhelmed really easily, and I was surprised. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so um, I hate to say, but to be honest with you, that's pretty much the whole thing, guys. Um, there's really nothing else to, because they cut us off. The they ending, did. like Maria says, she hated it. I hated the ending. There was, like, no <laughs> end button. Right. I need a button. There was no button. So button? it just, like, right in the middle of the task, they killed it, and they said, you know, see you next time. And they gave us some flashes of what's going to come, and it's, you know, well, so they, it's the final. I mean, they kind of at least left us with a cliffhanger with the whole Jeffrey Holder thing. Um, mm-hmm. Not being able to show up, but. Yeah, and the band not showing up. By the yeah. way, if if they, get, if they get Jeffrey Holder, that for them will be the slam dunk. Yeah. Yes, but do you they think They need it, though. If they don't get it, I don't know what they're going to replace it with. I don't know what they would replace it with either, and the copy is so bad. I know someone needs and and where is the brand like? Uh, where is the brand integration? There's no brand integration, and then I worry about John Rich's team because their zebra print is black and white. And I know I don't it should know. have been the other color. Should have been green. Should have been. I think it should have been colors. green and pink. Yeah, that would have been something. Cool. 
something rather than randomly bring in a new color. We used to get in so much trouble when we did that. Like, oh, when you change the brand too much yeah. away from the original. Exactly. You have oh, to have green, that. definitely, then. Yeah, you need to have green. Uh, uh, one team lost just because of the color. Well, here's, um, speaking to that point, um, it could be one of those things where, you know how for, like, let's say, let's just use NBC as an example. For, like, Christmas time or whatever, like, if there's a special occasion, they'll kind of tweak the logo. Mm -hmm. And they won't necessarily use the same colors, but they'll kind of have it the same peacock and just do a variation. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, at least they didn't use the same colors, but I don't know. You know what I mean? It could be that they wanted to hold, because they did say they want to hold sort of different feel to it. Mm -hmm. So... That's definitely different. I thought the artwork was great. I the thought artwork the artwork was great. was great on both sides. Mm -hmm. Actually, I like Marley's artwork better mm -hmm. than the guys. Okay. I, I I think it's 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 different from every pers from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And I think that you've got the sparkly can, and Meatloaf was saying that. I, and I do think maybe they could have kept the the boombox theme on the mm -hmm. box mm -hmm. yeah, somehow. I I saw lots of ways that the, it could have been integrated. Yeah. But it's Marley's call. But the other stuff, I think it looks great. Even the the billboard for the um, show with the silhouette of that mm -hmm. picture that they're taking with the guy there, I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. So now we're left with the cliffhanger. And I'm sorry to, to, to jump into it, but I want to get into our special segment before it gets too well, long going because uh, we've got singer, songwriter, model, professional well, on, wrestler, on, on, and on, host. Hey, hold you, on. I'm you, talking you get, it up. You got to go to the commercial. No, but I want to talk it up. And then all go right, to commercial right, and right. then talk it up some more. All right, that's your strategy. Cliffhanger. Thanks. Okay, now I you can go to the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespeare. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. 424 who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig! When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. All right. So, to be honest, callers, if you guys are out there, this is probably one of your best times to call. Because if you want to call, now's a good time to call because you may have some curiosities about what goes on at the Celebrity Apprentice behind the doors. You've got someone who has the answers here right now. I'm going to ask the questions I got written down, but if you got some, you might want to call in. All right, so let's get into it. One of the top questions I have for you is how did you prep? <laughs> what did you do to get ready? Well, I watched um, the season before. Like, I, I crammed the season before because I hadn't watched it before. Mm -hmm. I, it was just not something that I watched. And so I watched the season before. And then I talked to a couple of people that had done it, um, which was very helpful. Can you give and, names? Um, or no? No. All right. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and then... Uh, on top of that, I read a lot of books. I read Trump's book. Um, was it an exciting read? It was because, you know, when he talked about how he went from being so much in debt to literally walking down the street and going to his um, all the people that he owed and asking them to just wait 
and not to foreclose on his stuff and just please let me try and fix this. And that's how, I mean, that's how, what he started with. He started from the ground up. So he, he was billion a billion dollars in debt, and he came back from that. And it was such an interesting read, just him talking about it, going, sometimes you just have to be real with people and be like, okay, I will get it to you. Just wait. Just so, take it easy. So I take it this is the art of the comeback. No. No? It was Trump 101. I'm trying to think of the dang name of the book. Um, I read that one. I read a couple other business books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was, uh, I've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad before. I read that again. It's just a mindset thing. Um, that is a mindset thing. A mindset thing that most people don't have and will never get. It's yes. unfortunate. So I read a lot. But I'm a, I'm a big reader anyway, so it was mm-hmm. kind of fun preparing. Um, I did that. I talked to Vince McMahon about it. So I had lots of good, good opportunities. All right. Yeah. Now, uh, you, you talked a little bit about this before because we got into it a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Talk to, talk to us about the editing process because you're you're in involved yeah. in the show. Tell me, tell us what's what goes on with the editing because I know you're there and you get yeah. to watch the show and you're mm-hmm. going through your mind and you're remembering what happened versus what you're seeing. Well, you know, it's pretty much they they do take out the highest points in it. So if you said something crazy, uh-huh. that's going in there. Like, you know it. It came out of your mouth, and you're like, dang it, why did I say it? Um, There was one moment that (laughs) Cindy and Cindy Lauper was giving me such a hard time. She's like, what have you done? Like, one interview? (gasps) And I've done a million interviews. And I've I've done everything from Playboy Radio to Fox News. Mm -hmm. I've, a business news I've done before. I've, I've done it all. And so it really irritated me and I was like one interview really do you realize the things that I've been asked before I've been asked if I've taken steroids I've been asked about the guys that I knew that have died and what had happened with them Chris Benoit I was asked about if I if I was um shaved or hairy and that's what they put in there (laughs) wow exactly but I was so mad I I was so irritated because she she downgraded me so much and I don't know everything I don't claim to know everything but that drove me crazy the The only person that does that are the people that are threatened you know because she's like I'm gonna be that's what I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Cindy Lauper I know it because I'm such a scatterbrain already someday that will be me so like I get it but you know I'm hopefully going to realize people have their own talents Uh so what I was saying was of course they picked the highest moment Mm -hmm. not the whole lead up to what I said. Right. And then, of course, I am watching it with my mom and dad going, (laughs) why did that happen? But, you know, so it will show you your biggest assets, Mm -hmm. your your character traits. It's going to show it. And and you get to watch it on the screen. But we are also doing at least two-hour interviews every single night. Really? And we do a four-hour interview when we get when someone gets fired. So the boardroom four hours. Your butt hurts. Your booty (laughs) is going. Please let me walk around. Holy crap! Yes. And then our exit interviews. That's an exclusive. Four (laughs) hours. It's amazing. It was six hours. After it was six hours when I got fired. 
So I like you're frustrated at that uh-huh, point. You're uh-huh. under hot lights or you're freezing. There was only one or the other. Uh-huh. And so one, you want to get the heck out of there and go warm up. Or two, you're just under these hot lights melting and you're just like, really? I, I want out. Mm-hmm. And so they ask you questions and they needle you and try and, and frustrate you. Um, I actually, <laughs> I probably shouldn't talk about this, but there probably was somebody, shouldn't. there was somebody that, wanted to ask me certain questions uh-huh. and I would not answer them because it wasn't my personality. Mm-hmm. So you can make that choice to say, no, that's not how I felt. How I felt was this. Mm-hmm. And she kept at me. She's like, no, I think blah, blah, blah. I think you're wrong, lady. Now someone else can ask me questions because I cannot answer your questions. Right. So you have that choice. Yeah, of you control going, the poker. Yeah, you you can't you can't just submit and go. Oh well, I'm just supposed to answer these questions. And I feel like that's what happened with Star. Is Star's like, oh, this is good television. No, it's not. It's it's good to a point, right. but you still have to show like the good side of See, you. See, the Star is a good leading because my next question is about strategy. Yes. Going in, did you have a strategy? That, you that, have did to. you did any of your other people there did you see their strategy? Was was anyone's strategy completely transparent to you? Um well Sharon kind of sat back until the last minute. Yeah, so that's, hers, that's an was, obvious strategy. hers was very um and, and she buddied up with me right off the bat. Right. But I love Sharon, so of course. Um but, but for me, I knew, and you have to have a strategy going in. Mm-hmm. Anybody that ever does a reality show should have it in their mind, a clear picture of who they are and who they want to portray. Right. Because otherwise, you'll get Which caught up Which aren't necessarily the same thing, right? Who you are and who you want to portray may not be the same thing. Right. It might not be the same thing. For me, it was the same thing on this. Right. I, I definitely wanted to go in there and show that a WWE wrestler that runs around and practically her underwear and has been in Playboy, can also speak intelligently and be creative mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about about the business world and in the business world. So um, that was my vision going into it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let them take that away from me. And so I was very happy. And I spoke up for myself, which I was also very happy. Very good. But, you know, that doesn't always happen that way. Oh, yeah. So you do have to have a strategy. And that just happened to be mine. So... Can you give us the inside scoop on the Donald? The Donald. <laughs> you like how I dropped down to the, the low mm-hmm. Donald voice right. mm-hmm. in preparation mm-hmm. on the Donald? Um, he's very funny. Is he? He is hilarious. I wouldn't have guessed that. No, nobody does. But um, he's he's funny. He makes jokes about his hair all the time. He's a charmer, is all he? All the time. Oh, yeah, he's a charmer. Because he likes good. butts, you know. The Donald is a butt man. A butt man? We noticed that with LaToya. Oh, fabulous. He checked out her buttocks. Quite well. <laughs> yeah, very obviously. And then he said, oh. she's got nice pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah, it was totally shameless. Oh, that's, that's great. If, if it didn't happen with him, then uh, you'd be surprised. Um, he's very funny. He expects a lot, but I like that in the boss. Uh-huh. Um, he'll do everything that you will do. And more, and he he is the hardest working man. That's because good. if you think about it, not only is he doing this show, but then he's also doing his other jobs. Yeah, he's and got he corporations to run, and he's yeah. got buildings that he's building, and, and presidencies to go after. That's so. right. He's yeah. checking out birth certificates. By the way, I'm a, I I do plan to have my long form ready. 
of my <laughs> birth certificate from New Orleans, mm -hmm. um, just in case the Donald needs ready. it. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not prepared, if my strategy isn't set properly if, for life, yes. then I could get caught out there. Uh -huh. So I'll have the long firm. And Don't get caught. I, I can't. I won't. I won't allow it. I okay. learned from my mistakes and Barack's and, and Donald. So it's good. Well, that's right. I mean, he may check the legitimacy yeah. of us as hosts. Yeah, and I was yes. born at Char in Charity Charity Hospital in New Orleans on the East Bank, not too far away from the Superdome, in case you want to go check that out. I'm sure some people there remember me. Okay, so now, I want to get your personal opinion on Star Jones and Nini separately, mm -hmm. and then their conflict. Okay. Um, Star and Nini come from very different worlds. Mm -hmm. Star wants to think that she's a businesswoman and educated and I'm a lawyer and blah, 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 all this stuff. And so she has this um, snootiness yeah. about her, very, like, my nose is in the air feel. And then Nini comes from, I'm a housewife and I was on this show and I got my celebrity from that. And 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 maybe talks a little trashy from uh -huh, time to time. Uh -huh. So it was just like a match made in reality heaven because <laughs> eventually those two are going to go at it. Alive. But you you always have to think if they've made it to that point, they are doing something right. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad or indifferent, but they've made it that far. Mm -hmm. what, what is Nini's job? Like, what does she? Did she have a job or what? Uh, she was a housewife. housewife. A housewife is a job. It is okay. It actually yes. can be a very demanding job. You've got accounting, finance, management. Yes, it's a real job. Thank you. But I didn't know if like that was that was what got her on to housewives was because she was a real housewife or because that I don't know. Okay. That that was what I was gonna ask. But um so I think that Nene is like I'm street and then you got Star that's like, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a lawyer. And of course they're gonna have conflict. Well, but both sure of them did. at the end of the day, they're both conniving. Like they're no mm. different than each other. They're more alike than they're different at the core. That's why they don't like each other. That's interesting. At the core, they're actually the same person. And yes. what they hate about themselves is in the other person yeah. like, so strongly. Oh, yeah. we're, having a, we're having a psychology like, session star, here now. Star's like, I am an intelligent, smart woman, and I'm this, and I'm that. And then she showed it today. I just am a flirt. I, I <laughs> and I and I can't be nice to women. What is wrong with you? And then and then you got Nini over here that's like, I I stand up for abused women and I do this. But then obviously she has a bit of an anger problem. Just a little, <laughs> just a little. I mean she only she only chased Star into a corner, but that's not that big of a and deal. And I thought there was gonna be like punches or fists. <laughs> yeah, she was verbally abusive. See, my whole point is does. Abuse is not just physical. Yeah. It can be verbal, and then it's very subjective, right? Because it's the other person's perspective of what's acceptable yes. to them or not, so yeah. that's important. Boundaries. Boundaries, and Star Jones did back into the corner. Courtney says it was show. Whether it was a show or not, the aggressive move by Nene was still inappropriate. So Yes, it was yeah. inappropriate. See? Mm -hmm. Someone else who sees how I see that's I mean, I understand an argument. I had many arguments when I was on the show. But there is a difference between doing an argument in secretive where it's just the two of you and there's no protection to doing an argument in front of everybody. That's right. I, I had thought someone many... should have broke that up. Yes. That's how bad it was. 
Like I've had, I had many disagreements with Cindy Lauper. I had disagreements with Sharon Osbourne. I had disagreements with Holly Robinson Pete. But I did it in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And what I didn't like was when there was this little secretive, like I'm going to talk behind your back kind right. of crap, Ugh. or when it just became the two of them and no one could intervene. Because when you're that heated about something, you need somebody to intervene. Right. No matter if it's on Celebrity Apprentice or in your own personal life, sometimes you need somebody to stand up and go, okay, calm down. Yes. A, a, a clear, fresh third party. Right. Agreed. Yes. Uh, all right. Now, well, go ahead. Got a oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. I got my list. You, if you got your list, go ahead. And jump I was going to bring it back to uh, Maria, but is that what you're going to do? No. One last question. Would you go on the show again? Of course. Good. Good, good. Of course I would. Um, I learned so much. Did you really? Everyone great. keeps saying that. They kept saying, I learned so much. I learned so much. Yeah. I learned much about myself I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I learned a lot about myself. I learned that um, I, I have a voice and I can use it. And Very it doesn't good. matter who I'm going up against, whether it be Donald Trump or Brett Michaels or who it is. I do have ideas and they are um, valuable. Mm-hmm. And so I learned that about myself. Um, I also learned that ageism is still out there, and that's crazy to me. Um, you know, that actually ageism is worse than sexism. Um, th- so I learned that as well. Uh, Sharon said that I have balls. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> it's good to have balls. Not uh, Gary Busey's balls, but balls in general. And <laughs> I also learned, I, I learned that I really do love... I mean, I've always I've always loved strong women. I've been around strong women my entire life. But like watching strong women in action together is like just sexy and like wonderful and like just it makes you feel just connected. And I and I like that as well. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, because when it was when it was Cindy Lauper doing hair and Sharon Osborne is is doing um, copy and then I'm over here and I'm dressing somebody and you know, and and then you have, um, and then you had summer, and summer was organizing, like watching everybody in their own element was just wonderful. With some cohesion, see that is nice. That was missing from the ladies' team this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, and, it was. And I honestly believe it was destroyed by two people in the ladies' team. Star Jones was one, and um, the Oscar what was her name? Marley? No, no, she got the older lady, Grandma. Dion, oh, Dion, Dion Warwick. Warwick was the other. Oh, I man. believe those she two. She went on she there to be awful. mean. She had to have she, gone yeah. on to, for that purpose <laughs> because you can't was. tell her anything. What no. are you going to say to her? She's up there, been there, done that. She doesn't care about you. Why that, should she? And you have to respect her. You have no choice. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to go talk to your mom to explain why you didn't respect her. And <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm scared of my mom. I'm not doing it. I'm, she I mean, was <sighs> intense. That's definitely ageism. I don't know if it's a bigger problem than sexism, but. Yeah. Definitely ages. Well, it was just, I mean, on this particular show, I'm not saying in like, you know, in the world. I'm just mm-hmm. saying in this particular show. Did you feel like someone older talked? I mean, can you name any names? No, or? when we were in the boardroom, that was that was what they said about me. That oh. I'm not old enough to to know and I haven't experienced enough. Da, 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 da. That was the biggest complaint that everybody had about me. Oh, that's such oh. a cheap shot. And I'm like, it's not like I'm 19 years old. I'm 29. (laughs) (laughs) So that was like, that was the biggest thing. Um, But yeah. And I also realized that I'm glad that I was me because 
uh, Selena Eubanks got in the car and she started making all these crack things about me. Like, mm. she's this and she's that. And I'm like, what? you could have said it to me. Because I said it to her, what I didn't like. I told her, I, I don't think you speak up for yourself enough. I'll, I'll call you out on it. That's fine. That's what the boardroom was for. But she got in the car and then go, mm. I'm really? Like, just tell me. It's okay. You everyone's can, you can not, tell everyone's me. Everyone's not so secure with so themselves. So how did you that. work efficiently in such an aggressive environment? Because we were all, uh, we did this. We sat around. We talked. You know, and maybe it got aggressive at times, and maybe it got rude, but nobody walked away and went all pouty in the corner. Nobody did that. Everybody just kind of, we dealt you know, with it. You dealt with it. We all sat at a table together and we talked about it. And I think this and I think that. And then you had Cindy Lauper going under the table and screaming. <laughs> and then you have Sharon going and sm smelling my feet and showing me her tatas. That's how you get through Did it. Did she? Yeah, she show, she's like, I may be an old lady, but these are six months. I was like, <laughs> that's how you get through life. You don't get through life just being rah. You have to have humor in it. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't just go, oh, they were mean to me. Well, okay, fine, they were mean to you. Now stick a straw on your nose and let's laugh about it. You know, you can't. And that's what this season missed. This season missed some mark because there was nobody funny. There was no comedians. That's there was true. no, you know. Our season had two comedians. And, uh, Gary, you know. Gary Busey was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that was he was a, funny, but then he was he was he gone. Was but he's crazy. also scary. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, he was scary funny. Yeah, he was also very frightening. Very, yeah. very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I just think that there was no humor in it. Like Sharon was funny, and Holly could be very funny. Mm -hmm. And uh, where was that? You know, like I remember singing in the car, me and Sharon and Cindy, and we're singing "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Like, well, that's a good song to sing when you're with Cindy Lauper. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is. I mean, why would you not do that? Yeah, I would do you that. You had to. first thing. I think that was the first thing that yeah, I would th do. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a hope, but they were all so bitter, and everyone was watching their back because Star was like this the whole time. So, uh, yes, but could by you the imagine? way, who didn't see, I had a knife behind Phil. Oh, he had a <laughs> knife behind Phil. Not a real knife. It was an imaginary knife. One he got in his pocket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think I think that's how you get along with other women, is not only do you just not give up and walk away, but you also have to be funny. All right, so now you can do your thing. All right, well, uh, yes. so I Thank wanted to you. ask you how you got involved, yes. you know, uh, Sort of AJ, I forget his question, but it sort of started um, at the time when you got involved with the show. How did actually never whatever? Donald I'm Trump asked, asked yes, me. Yes, Donald Trump asked me. Called he was at uh, no, he was at WWE. He bought Monday Night Raw for um, one night, mm -hmm. and he was there doing that, doing some publicity thing. And um, he had met me four years before that um, when I walked him out to the ring for something else he did because. Donald Trump and Vince McMahon love to go at it because they're both very powerful and they're just like, yes, I'm a man. You're a man too. You know, so they're very funny that way. So Donald uh, seen me and he's like, would you be on my show, Celebrity Apprentice? So I was like, yes, I will, Mr. Trump. And that was it. And then I was on the show. Wow. Does he do that for, does he handpick everyone? How does, not everyone. I doubt that. I don't not think everyone. Be time for that, logistically. Not everyone, but I did go through the interview process. I did go through, like, all of it. Mm -hmm. And what was that like? Mm, it was interesting. Who was who was the... How many people were interviewing you? What questions did they ask? Were they people that we would know? No. 
they want to be people you would know. They were casting people. They were mm -hmm. um, people that work for the network. They're, gotcha. um, you know, uh, Trump's advisors. Mm -hmm. So I was interviewed. I think five different people interviewed me. All at the um, same time or individually? Individually. Okay. Individually. Um, they asked me everything from what would you do if someone was being hostile? Could you stand up for yourself? Would you, um, why this charity? Why would you, um, why would you fight for it? What have you done for this charity in the past? Um, if this person, if there was another wrestler on it, would it bother you? I, that's how I knew there was going to be another wrestler on the show. Um, so everything like that. Can and I tell you, though, the toughest thing was having enough clothes to go through this thing. <laughs> the toughest thing. I, no, I'm just kidding. That wasn't the toughest thing. But I did come home with 12 boxes of clothes. I see. Well, uh, wow. really quickly before I ask my other questions, what was your charity so people know? And I think it's it's great, you know, so we worry about uh, that. Make-A-Wish Foundation. Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah, and That's it was so great one. because um, I did make some money for them. We made money for them. And... Um, just when they when I got to meet them and when my favorite thing that I did was when I was a project manager because mm. Make a Wish kids came in and um, we took pictures of them and we put them all over the walls and then when they got to watch the episode they got to see themselves on TV so um, yeah that was that was the best is like being able to do that and then being able to give them the check and I actually I gave a check out in LA. But I also had done a scene um, in New York that they couldn't use because of the sound wasn't there because of, like there was boats and stuff like that in the background, so you couldn't use it. But um, yeah, just that was the best part, meeting the kids and then having all the wrestling fans come to the event and getting pictures. And um, it was really cool because Mark Henry came and like supported and um, that that was really cool. Now let me ask you this: Do you attribute you obviously got to the top five? Do you attribute that to what Mr. Trump's first words to you? Or I don't know if they were the first words, but you you shared this with me uh -huh. behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, and Mr. Trump said to me, "Don't disappoint me, or I'll fire you." Um, yes and no. And this was how early on was this? That was the first boardroom. First boardroom, we all sit down. He's going, "Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing?" Da -da 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 -da. And there's Maria. There's my Maria. <laughs> Don't disappoint me or I'll fire you. Oh, in front of everybody. It was so funny. Um, yeah, but I had it in my head that I wanted to make it to the top five. That was my goal, top mm -hmm. five. Yes, I wanted to win. But um, I figured if I made it to top five, then it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointing myself. If I made it to top five, then that would be that would be enough, and I wouldn't like get get all mad with myself. So, um, you know, that was that was the goal I had in mind, and I also I had so much support from WWE. I mean, they were wonderful. They brought in a half a ring for me. They brought in, um, they brought in the Make a Wish kids for me. Mark Henry came in for me. They brought in all kinds of money. Like they were wonderful with me. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, what was your favorite task? I mean, can you name if you had to? Let's, just, let's do. The Kodak task was my favorite. And um, what, what did that involve for those of um, It involved brand integration <laughs> and <laughs> creativity and um, the storefront appeal. And when we did it, we had to completely, you know how they did the art museum? Mm -hmm. We had to do a Kodak channel and challenge, which was uh, we had to show all the Kodak products, show this brand new product that they had, and uh, just gain, gain excitement. 
And it was supposed to be like a red carpet event, like um, I'm trying to remember what the what the phrase was. I'll remember in a minute. But um, that was my favorite because I got to bring in the Make-A-Wish kids. Mm-hmm. And that was just really cool. Nice. That was my favorite. And then uh, beyond that, I love doing the diner because Cindy Lauper was in a waitress outfit singing. <laughs> I saw that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Um, so I love that. And uh, you just, it, 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 there was just so many cool things about it. The The finale was fun because I got to make fun of Curtis Stone because he's pompous and arrogant. <laughs> but I told him that to his face too as well. So do you tell everyone the problems that you have with yeah. their face? <laughs> Why not? Right. <laughs> I think you should. I mean, uh, what, what I mean on the show. show. On that show, you have to. You know, some people you yeah. can just avoid, but... Not when you're spending 16 hours a day with them and you're up with them at four o'clock in the morning and you're, you know, and you have to get through this. And the whole purpose is to make money for charity. Mm -hmm. So if you're not making money for charity and you guys aren't successful, then it's like, okay, well, why wouldn't I tell you this is why we're not successful? No, Mm -hmm. we do need to get Mm -hmm. this in there. No, we have to do this because if we do not, you know, then then we're going to be in trouble. And plus, uh, some of the people that were on the show, they never watched it. So they don't know. Like, yeah. I knew that if you throw yourself under the bus, you'll get fired. I knew if you don't use the proper colors, you'll get fired. If you don't integrate the brand, you'll get fired. Like, those are the top yeah. things. People well, I mean, never watched it? Some people wouldn't, hadn't watched it before. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what would you percentage-wise? I know you can't really give names, but, like, uh, would you say 50-50 watched it and hadn't watched it? 40-60? I would say um, about 40-60. 40% hadn't watched it, 60% had watched it. I see. Yeah. Now, all right, let me ask you this then. Um, mm-hmm. I know uh, I watched Apprentice from the very beginning, mm-hmm. um, and I've kind of slowed down up, mm-hmm. um, in recent years, but I remember in the first season, it was very much a point of who's who, who and who is living with who, mm-hmm. right? Um, now, obviously, we don't get that as much. Uh, the focus is off of that. Who did you room with? What was the, like, what was the accommodation? I remember myself. So everyone gets their own room? Everybody gets their own room. And oh. not everybody stayed at the same, same hotel. Oh, so since is is that just for Celebrity Apprentice or is that now? It's just for Celebrity Apprentice. Apprentice, the regular one, I think they still live together. But for Celebrity Apprentice, like, I'm not going to room with Sharon Osbourne. Are you, are you serious? Like, that's not going to happen. How awesome would that be, though? No? <laughs> it would not be awesome. Maybe as cool as I thought more these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? As cool as, yeah. As cool as these people were by the end of the night, all you wanted to do was go to bed. Yeah, like totally. you didn't want to see them. I didn't want to hear Cindy Lauper's voice at the end of the night. I didn't want Holly looking over my shoulder, going, "What are you doing?" I, I just, I wanted to go to bed. I see nothing wrong with that. Well, uh, so we kind of touched upon the produ- uh when you get interviewed, the interview yes. process of you know the the cutaways that we always see yes. in the TV. Uh-huh. Now, what were like some of the questions that were asked? Uh, were they consistent, like every day? Like, you know, just be like, what was your favorite thing on the task? Were what you was your really nervous point? when this happened? Yeah. No, I was not nervous. <laughs> Did you get scared that you were going to run out of time? No, I was not scared I didn't was going to run out of time. Did this person really irritate you then? No, they didn't. Like, it would drive me batty. But did so, they, so would they go down like a list? Like, yes, uh, for they, right it was now, like would be five like, pages. Did AJ oh ir- irritate you? Did Phil irritate you? Did Michelle irritate no, you? No, but they did would put a- it in, in different Jess? ways. I'm, I'm saying it very generally, mm-hmm. but they would say it very specific. When this person said this, did it bother you? 
Did it hurt your feelings when somebody said this? Like they would go down a list of questions. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and that's and that's fine. That's what they have to do. That's their job. But it's up to the individual to just go. No, I'm not going down that stupid road. I'll make my own. So they would ask me a question like, "Did it bother you when this happened?" And I would talk about something else. Yes, my shirt is actually from this, and blah blah blah. And they would use bits and pieces of that, or they would ask me something stupid, and I'm like, "That's retarded." And then I would talk about the kids. Or mm-hmm. the charity. Mm-hmm. Or I was so excited when this happened. Or isn't Donald Trump funny? Like, I, I ignored half the questions. Well, uh, let me <laughs> ask like, you. How, when you uh, do they kind of give you rules to speak by? Like, is it always like you got to talk pre- in present tense or like? Uh, yes. You- and so it made it really difficult at the end if we ever had to go back and talk about anything. Because then I would have to remember what was happening at that particular day. Like one day it rained mm-hmm. and I have to remember like what that was like and what, you know. And so because we couldn't do outside interviews because it rained. Mm-hmm. So then we had to talk about the rain. So, yeah, I mean, and then they don't use half of it. So. <laughs> mm. um, and how many how many behind the scenes people were there? Like how many camera men were there? there? Was how many 18 producers? Eighteen cameras the first day. <gasps> 18 everywhere uh-huh. and i knew some of the camera operators uh-huh. well that's yeah. yeah yeah so i mean uh, it was weird because sometimes like there was that crossover of like you know oh i know this person or i you know so when i was on the show i had to completely just go you know what it's me and it's them and mm-hmm. then afterwards we could be friends but there was a lot of people and there was there was a producer for every two people when it first started. So there was 14 mm-hmm. people, so there were seven producers, and then gradually the producers would go away. Mm-hmm. Um, my producer changed halfway through. Thank God. And then um, then there was, like, all kinds of other stuff. But I have to say that they take care of you so much. I mean, they they were really just, if you had a concern, if you had a problem, you know, they, they took care of you. And you can't say that about, you know, every job. So what, kind, what would a concern be? What, did they just become your personal lackeys? Like, hey, I need a coffee? Or, like, what, what does that mean? Um, no, like, if... I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. But, like, if the, if the food wasn't working out for the day, which mm. we never ate during this show because you're, like, doing other stuff and then you forget to eat and then you're just, whatever, grab stuff. Um, but if, if you didn't like what you got, they would get you something else. Nice. You know? So, so that part of it was nice. But you do. You just never eat on it because you're just like, I got to do this. Oh, my God. Da, 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 there's food. Da, 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 da. You know, you just uh, do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you you and I, being so savvy to this, uh, we noticed that they looped Donald Trump for yes. one of the things. a lot. A lot. Now, did they, is it common for them to, and what that means is um, it's after the fact. So let's say, let's say everything's been shot, but they want, in order to make something work, they need a specific line that was never said by anyone. Mm-hmm. And so they do, it's either called ADR or looping. Mm-hmm. And they basically take the person and have record them mm-hmm. and uh, they did that tonight with Donald Trump on a few things Maria and I were able to point it out mm-hmm. um, do the contestants ever have to do ADR did you ever do ADR well we go back in and we do uh, re-interviews we mm-hmm. re-shoot interviews and they they put that in throughout the entire show so I mean there's that but we don't ever say something like um, 
I can't believe you did that when mm. it's in the scene. They don't yeah. they don't do that. They don't they don't take something and they don't ask you to re-say some of the reality. Mm-hmm. They only ask you to do an interview. Yeah. So if they missed it on, they won't ask you to redo it. Because it totally takes you out of it. Then, it, yeah. like it's it's real to a certain extent. Like this this stuff happens. I I swear that they turned the lights out on me. I swear they did. I swear they planned that. Hey, <laughs> your lights are gonna go out fifteen times, and we're gonna have to reboot everything, and it's gonna be a massive mess. But you know, uh, other than that, no, I never felt like they were you know going back. Would you re say this? No, they don't do that. But. It was so funny. I could hear Donald doing all of his like <laughs> ADR stuff one time. He's going, "You're fired. <laughs> You're fired." <laughs> it's just, yeah. can you say it this way? <laughs> <laughs> but like, you have to because you can't capture all that, and people talk over each other. So it, yeah. then you have all this craziness. And I always wanted to wear interesting outfits and jewelry, so I would get in trouble all the time. They'd be like, "Where am I supposed to attach a mic?" I'm like, "I don't know, but I'm not taking off my necklace." <laughs> Nice. And you know what is nice, too, is I did get a bit bitchy at times. I was so tired. I I did get bitchy sometimes with the uh, production. But they never took offense. They got it. And so that is one thing I can say about that company is I thank them so much for just no matter how bitchy we all got, they just kind of kept on with it. (laughs) Because we did. Because we we did. At a certain point, you're just tired. What is Amanda like? Was she there for your season? Amanda. The, the, secretary? the secretary. That was my that was oh. gonna be my <laughs> Did I steal Amanda's, your question? Uh, Amanda's always been there. And Amanda's very sweet. And she has her own fan base. What's um I mean, did you uh you had probably more interaction with Donald Trump's kids, right? Given uh, that, yeah. that they oversaw the task. Like uh-huh. uh what can you say about Don Jr., Ivanka? I and then love Eric. Don Jr. Did you interact with Eric too or no? Eric was there, but we didn't really. He didn't come and talk to us. But Don Junior's awesome. What about Ivanka? Ivanka's great. She's. I really Can you like give her. us more I, than just they're great? Like, well, give me give me a story, or, or give me why are they great? All right. Well, I want to know more. I, okay, I just thought maybe you guys were on our time time constraint, and I could talk about this crap. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out all time constraints. All right, fabulous. Oh. Okay, Ivanka. Um, she always did not care what she was going to ask you. She will ask you, do you think it was appropriate when you did this? Did mm-hmm. you think blah, 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 like very business savvy. And I love that about her. She was not afraid to tell you you were wrong. And mm-hmm. that was so cool because I think I needed that because um, and and, in, and she's she's right like, there's a lot of people that'll be like, oh, you're wrong. And they have nothing to back it up with. They're just like, oh, you're wrong. Whereas Ivanka has been in this business world, and she does work her tail off with her jewelry and with all these other things, that she is right. She knows what she's talking about. So she was not afraid to tell the women in a very professional way, don't you think you should have done it this way? Don't you think this would have been more appropriate? Which I loved that she did she that. She did a lot this episode show too. She yes. you hear her ask things, was it appropriate? Do you think it was appropriate? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that was a little bit off? Yes. Kind of leading you to know that you're screwed up a little bit. Right. Yeah. And I love that about her. Don Jr.'s funny. <laughs> so funny. Funny in what way? Like funny like his father, different yes, funny. Funny like his dad. Hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> he needs to cut his hair. It's just bad. Yeah, the hair. So bad. So bad. Well, he's got his hair skills from the Donald. But why? I know. Okay, why is Eric not as involved? I always wonder. Like, Don is always there, but then Eric's kind of like... Well, awesome. Eric's the younger brother, right? Mm-hmm. And so... The younger, Maybe he's taller. not in... Wait, what is he... What is... Are they all business people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all... Yeah. all th- Maybe he doesn't like to show. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, there was... <laughs> when I was... When I was doing the Kodak event, um, which I was project manager on, so I had to talk to Don about stuff. <laughs> And I had gotten popsicles for everybody because it was, you know, everybody was working their tails off. So I went across the street and got popsicles. And so while I'm talking to Don, trying to get on his good side, I'm like, so. And I got this popsicle in my mouth. And, you know, it was a rocket popsicle. So I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but he, you know, he laughs at it. I mean, he knew that I was just joking around. So I love that about that family is they're not afraid to joke. They're not afraid to, you know, make fun and have have a good time. So that was really a cool. And Ivanka, I mean, is Ivanka Ivanka's fun? beautiful. I know, beautiful human. Yes, Ivanka's fun, and Ivanka has a very dry humor at times, yeah. where she will not laugh at her own jokes because it's not ladylike to do that. <laughs> so she will make a joke and expect you to laugh at her, but not to or to laugh at the joke, not at her. Uh, but she will not. So so what happens if you don't laugh at the joke? She just continues on, doesn't take offense. <laughs> so just like such a elegant woman. And I don't think that there are enough of those out there that, you know, so I, I, I tried to learn as much as I could from her because I am so just like, I'm a wrestler sometimes. <laughs> I was just I was just impressed with her lady. She was just a lady. And I like that. Yeah. Um. And what does she do if Donald Trump makes a reference to like someone's body or says something oh, about ignores the other him? Okay. Ignores him. I mean, what are you gonna do? That's the, the father. When my, if my dad says something, no matter where we are, and he is always around business people, I was like, Dad, that's gross. That's your, your, your dad's not Donald Trump. Oh, he is. Did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> he is. Oh, okay. No, well, he's. Uh, she was no. very. Very much a lady. Like, if it was not what she wanted to hear, she moved on. And that was it. And I I was just so impressed by the way that she was and how elegant she was. Yeah, I liked her. General rule is if you have an issue with the boss, you correct the boss, not in front of anyone. You correct Mm -hmm. the boss in a private area. You don't correct the boss. He doesn't employ me, but... Oh, well, he, would <laughs> he employs her, so I have my daughters, and my daughters will not correct me in a business situation at all. They know better. If they have an issue, I'm happy to listen, just not right there. Yeah, and 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 that's that's definitely how they yeah, felt. That's so but Donald was not afraid to correct anyone at any time, no matter who they were. Like the business professionals would come in to, you know, the the, the one guy. Oh, what's his name? Um, uh, the older gentleman. Um. But it, but it, they would come in and he he didn't mind no qualms whatsoever. Just it, why would you say that? I don't think that's right. You're wrong. And then he would move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting to watch. And uh, all right, well, my last question is this, and then Michelle can I have her turn too, and then AJ if she wants some last minute questions. But um, it's this: Who have you stayed friends with? Slash, have you? That was my question. Oh, Not see, too there bad. You go. <laughs> I still talk to Summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I still talk to Holly. 
Holly invited me to an event not too long ago that I could not make it to because I was not in town. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, Sharon drunk dialed me one night. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So that was funny. Um, I'm st- and, you know, I, I just... Yes, we did a show together, and yes, that was that was great, and we were together all the time. But at the end of the day, did you really make a friend? I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like they're all cool, and like I would help them without whatever, and or I would support their charity mm-hmm. at any time. You know, and I um, and it doesn't matter if I liked you or not. You know, we all did that crazy adventure together. So if it's you know for your charity or something that we worked on, to get, great, let's do it. Um, Curtis had a barbecue not too long ago that he invited me to, but I couldn't make it. So, you know, and, and Curtis was on a couple shows that that I was indirectly involved with. We'll put it that way. So, uh, you know, it was, um, yeah, there's, the, here and there I talked to him. Brett, yeah. you know, you know I try and check on him every now and again. But, yeah. All right. Guys, any any other questions? I think that sounds like, you know, just like anything else, you maintain the connections that stay connected to you and you keep those connected because that's the whole point of networking, right? You, I'm assuming that, you know, the, the entire event is also about yourself, right? And how that can stay part of who you are going forward. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, they took most of my questions. Oh, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> um, when Do you have reunions? No. Do you, are you invited to come meet the new cast or mm-hmm. any other cast? I have not been, but some people are. Have you seen Donald Trump since? No, but I've talked to him on the phone for a couple of times, just asking mm-hmm. him advice. But he always talked to me, which I think is so amazing. That's like cool. you called him for I've advice. I've called him a couple of times for advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. you called By his way, personal phone. That is his office. That yeah. is one of the big things. Uh, he always keeps his door open, yeah, so people can come in and out as they they. And mm-hmm. um, he always takes phone calls. Yeah. So I've talked to him on the phone a couple of times, asked him advice. Cause and was it good advice? Yeah, it was always good advice. He introduced me to people that I needed to talk to this. Okay, we got it. And uh, how, I mean, when you talked to him on the phone, was that, how quick was the phone call? And I know in many ways, even if it was quick, I know he's very down to the point. So even like a two minute conversation. Yes. He could have given you like um, so many things. Five minutes mm-hmm. was one conversation and then another conversation was like two or three minutes. Mm-hmm. But actually the like, five minute conversation is actually a long one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long conversation. Yeah, I mean, but that's like but but I didn't expect him even to answer. It mm-hmm. was just I wanted some, some advice on a couple of things and he gave it to me. So that was wonderful. I've maintained my relationship with um, Mark Burnett Productions as well. They put me into um, King of the Cage which I worked on for a while until they decided they weren't going to go further with it. So right after I was doing Celebrity Apprentice, then I was on King of the Cage, which was amazing. So, um, And that's another, you know, uh, Trump kind of kept that relationship going with it as well. So so I have one last question. Yes. Would you vote for Trump for president? You know, I think that it would be very uh, stupid of me to answer that right now just because like 
I don't know what he values. What are his goals? Like, I love a lot of things that he says. Like, he says you know, it would be very easy to get rid of the um, uh, the <coughs> deficit and how big it is and stuff if you strictly go within our own country and decide, okay, we're going to stay within our bounds to get these natural resources that we need right now because no matter how much we want to push electric cars and all of this other green stuff – we can't do it right now. We are moving in that direction. We're getting those capabilities. But right now, we need to go within our own borders and not be going to Iraq or Iran and, and all these different places to get our natural resources. So I agree with him on that. So if there's more things that I agree with him on, then yes. Did you learn some things from his book then? I mean, did he say some yeah. of his political? Well, and not, and not in his book. He didn't talk about political stuff in his book. But I have heard him talk politics before just because I've been around him a few times um, outside of even Celebrity Apprentice. And it, it's, it's a, lot of, um, a lot of smart things. I mean, he's an intelligent man to make it to where he is now. So, of course, he has a lot of great ideas. Mm. And, you know, it's a different approach. He's not the, oh, I'll stand behind 15 advisors that tell me not to say this and I cannot say that. And, oh, mistress, what? Like, he doesn't have all that filter. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. But is that presidential material? I don't know. I need to hear more morals and values and what do you want and what is the change and what is the taxing and what is... Fair enough. Well, my belief is that it's very rude to ask someone who they're going to vote for. I think that's a private thing. Voting should be kept private. Well, a show is a show. I don't mind being asked. Fair ask enough. me anything. I'm just saying. That is my personal belief. But, uh, I think for every question, there's an answer. And if you want to answer it, you can. And if not, that's fine. Fair Thank enough. Mm-hmm. Well, if there's no further questions, what do you say we get to news and gossip? Sweet. That's what's next. Let's do it. So, NBC released its 2011-2012 primetime schedule on Sunday, featuring six new dramas and six new comedies. Among the shows set to air in fall is Donald Trump's Celebrity Apprentice. Does this signal the end of Trump's 2012 presidential ambitions? Um, no, because they're going to rename it Celebrity Vice President. Right. I, I, don't, I don't think that, that would... I, I think the Trumpster could have something hidden in the background, and just because it's Celebrity Apprentice doesn't mean the Trumpster's going to be sitting in front. Who knows? Uh, I, you know, I just don't know if he's actually going to go through it or not. Yeah, same. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the final two celebrities who will be left on Celebrity Apprentice after tonight's episode. They had already been revealed early to thanks to an ad in New York City cab on Twitter. Daniel Hack revealed that cabs are playing a video feature on the featuring the final two from Celebrity Apprentice. He then identified the final two, which had been obvious for weeks and weeks just on the show. Marley and John. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. I mean, like like six shows ago, it was pretty obvious. So yeah. Maria said herself, you know, that it's it's. It's a little predictable, and yeah. that, that does kind of suck a little bit, but the show's still entertaining. Yes. I just, I would really like at some point for somebody with really crazy creative ideas to get on this show. Like, some kind of fashion designer or somebody come on the show and give it a little bit of a, a avant-garde punch. Like, I just think that 
you know, just something a little crazy. It'd be fun. Not just crazy personality, but yeah. Fair enough. Well, finalist Meatloaf, John Rich, Little John, and Eliminated player Mark McGrath recorded a single called Standing in the Storm, which highlights each of the men's individual musical styles. It's kind of a rock country hip-hop thing, Meatloaf says, according to Ryan Seacrest. It's very interesting. The song will be available on iTunes, and proceeds will be donated to all of the men's charities. I'm totally going to get that song. Yeah, I've I got to check that too. out. I, I have got to check that out. I and the fact to. that they're continuing on to the whole charity thing is fantastic. I'm buying Matt, it. Good I'm on buying you. it twice. Good on That's you. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's your After Buzz TV Celebrity Apprentice News and Gossip for the week of May 15th. <laughs> and, uh, and now, prediction. your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> I, I was like, what the? What the predictions. That? I have to feel the innermost thoughts and st- Spirits and. Do you want a crystal ball? I used to have one, but it got foggy and stopped working. <laughs> okay, I got it. All right, what do you guys have for predictions? Marley's gonna win. Marley's yeah. gonna win straight off, right off the top. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Mm-hmm. Even though it does not look like their stuff is gonna get together, I still think Marley's that's what it was. Through. Yeah, I mean, I mean with. The, uh, I mean, I don't know. John Rich's concept and everything is amazing, but for some reason, I think Marley's going to win. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and say John Rich is going to win. I know we got that clip where Def Leppard is not on stage. I think that's a hoax. Um, They wouldn't reveal that kind of information if it didn't turn out well. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, people. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, Marley's gonna. She has her stumbles. I think she'll kind of get through it. Um, she better come up with a ban- plan B if she doesn't get Jeff Jeffrey Holder, um, who's the Seven Up voiceover guy who talks really low and answers questions. Very interesting. <laughs> yes. So unfortunately, I have to kind of lean on some trend data and from my past information from watching the show. The the team that is the most disorganized tends to lose. And right now, that's Marley's team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna think that it would have to be John's team that wins, even though the one place that they're lacking is Lil John's area. And if that doesn't come together, then their whole thing is gonna be flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I think Marley and her whole team is they're way too smart to let one stumbling. Even if that guy doesn't show up, they'll come up with something just as fantastic because that's just who they are. Mm-hmm. If she can pull a million dollars out, she can definitely pull another replacement for that guy. It just can happen. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be a, a problem. I just think the wildfire of meatloaf and his ideas, which I actually don't think are all that fantastic or groundbreaking, no. they just aren't, um, will hurt her in the end. And I think that, yes. you know, she has to let him go do it because she. But luckily, just too much. that's only one of three things that, or eighteen things they yeah, have. Because we do. haven't seen the other things that they got going. Well, now on. this he's now he's dipping in two things because he dipped his hand in the can design, mm-hmm. and luckily that turned out great. Yes. Um, despite, and he okay, I'll commend him for that because he kind of came up with the concept for that. Mm-hmm. But now he he has a big hand in the commercial, and then we'll see how much he dips his hand in the event. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's a liability at all. I just mm-hmm. think um, 
from the creative standpoint, actually, you, you mentioned about this, Maria. You, you need to be creative in some way. And he, even though he is creative, not all that great. It's, yeah, you got to mm -hmm. filter. Someone's yeah, you got to filter. filter. Yeah, right. Creativity. So there you go. That's my prediction, which prediction. Is, is mostly almost like just reading off a document. Yeah. That's how my brain works. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, tune in next week for the season finale. We'll have it all for you. Hopefully, Courtney's in the studio. You should have us both. And yes. Anyone else, including you, Mara, Maria, if you want to come in. But yes, we, we... I'm already here, so maybe I'll stay. Do you know what I'm talking oh. about? Yeah. That's right, you are. It's the, it's the final episode. It'd be row. great. Me, you, these guys, well, Courtney, let me give a and plug. these guys. Let me give a plug for Maria. She does Dancing with the Stars, which you can listen to tomorrow mm -hmm. at 10 p.m. Pacific yes. Standard Time. And, uh, of course, The Borges, Sundays at 8 p.m. So uh, tune in for that next Sunday, and then... Maybe she'll be here. If not, we definitely appreciate her time tonight. She answered yes, we everything we Thank ever wanted. So no we appreciate it. Thank Just, you. And we love the fact that out of your amazing resume, you're our friend. Yay. So. She's Greek. Yeah, she is Greek. That's anyway, that's it. Thank you, guys. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.